0: Welcome to the Six Hats podcast, where I, Dr. Shammy, a lifestyle and nutritional medicine family doctor, will talk about how women strive to find balance each day by juggling their six roles, being a woman, mother, daughter, partner, business owner, and professional. Hello, welcome back to Six Hats. Now, this episode is all about, are you feeling stressed? So what exactly is the stress response? And do you know if you are feeling stress? So it always starts with awareness. What does stress mean for you? Now, there's various ways of just identifying it. And, you know, if you do go and see a clinician, they might be doing this score called the Depression, Anxiety and Stress Score. And just to run through a few questions that might be related to stress. So they will ask, have you found it hard to wind down? Do you overreact to situations? Are you using a lot of nervous energy? Are you finding yourself getting agitated? Do you find it difficult to relax? And also, have you been intolerant of anything that kept you from getting on with what you were doing? Or have you felt rather touchy? So it's it's sort of a great way of screening. But more importantly, how do you feel Now, does stress mean physical symptoms of stress or does it mean mental symptoms of stress? So example, physical symptoms of stress actually overlap with symptoms of anxiety. So it could be heart racing, um, sweaty palms. Um, It could even go to the chest, you know, tightness and shortness of breath and uh, panic attacks. So tense muscles around the shoulders and the neck. It could present in a variety of symptoms. Also, you've got the mental side of stress. So the feeling of overwhelm or doom and gloom or just feeling that it's all too much. So there's a huge overlap with sometimes feelings of anxiety and also feelings of depression. Now, the stress response is very personal. It's very individual. Everyone feels stress in a different way. You don't have to have all the symptoms, but it's just sort of identifying, are you feeling a bit overwhelmed? Do you have lots and lots of things to do? And often it starts with a story. So the story could be, you know, just saying yes to so many different things, so many different projects going on. You're having different roles to play in the day and there are demands for each and every role and there's not enough time in the day to... Serve every role. So the first thing is, do you feel stress? What does that mean for you? And it's really important to seek medical attention or see your healthcare provider if you are feeling it, because it could. Is there an underlying factor? Is there any underlying conditions that can be contributing to it? But I really want to just touch on what the stress response is now. Where does it all start from? So what happens, it actually starts with a thought and that thought is interpreted as something quite fearful. So there's an area in the brain called the amygdala and it sits in the brain and what it does, it actually interprets emotions and it's the emotional center. So the thought happens and the emotional center goes, this is a fear response. I'm scared. We need to get you out of here. So, what does it do? It sends signals to the hypothalamus, which is also another area in the brain, which then triggers the fight or flight response. Now, the fight or flight response is literally what's designed to protect humans. It's actually needed for our survival. For example, if we come about with something fearful, we can run. So we can either freeze, we can either flee um, to the fight or flight or fight. So the fight or flight response. And it's literally what we need to remember. It was designed for our survival. Now in today's world, what does survival mean? And what, what does the fear response mean? It actually is interpreted by our emotions. So the emotions of anxiety, fear, feeling fearful about something, guilt, or feeling embarrassed can trigger the same fight or flight response. So how often do you feel that in a day? And it's really interesting when you sit back and reflect how often we feel fearful. So it could be, oh, I've got a test today or I've got a meeting or, I've got to present something or oh, um, I've got a new situation to be in. I'm starting a new job. So it could be various things which create a bit of a fear response. Now, don't get me wrong. A fear response in some places is actually great. For example, it, it motivates us to prepare. So if you've got an exam in a couple of weeks, that Fear response kind of gets you to revise or do a bit of work for it. Um, If you've got a new job, you know, you do a bit of preparation for it. Um, You've got an interview, you prepare for it. So it motivates us to prepare and get ourselves organized. But what actually happens and how it leads to chronic diseases is when the fear response stays. That means we're living in a constant fear response. And it goes from one fear to another. And it leads to this feeling of overwhelm when there are actually too many things to do. Now, examples of stories, for example, you've moved house, you've moved location, perhaps moved away from family. You're starting a new role. um, You don't really know anyone. And the new role is quite demanding. And at the same time, you're ruminating and you're not really sleeping well. And so you're feeling a bit tired and wound up. So it's a combination of things. And this feeling stays for days, if not weeks. And to the point where you go, I don't like feeling this way. Now, it's really interesting how some people live in this stress response, how fast paced their life is. where. They've got a 101 things going on, you know, apart from being the mum, taking their kids to school and over, you know, looking after their homework and looking after their needs and then taking them to a dozen activities after school. They've also done racing to their job and they're also running their business at the same time and they've got a million and one problems to solve. So our mind never stops ticking. Our mind is constantly problem solving, constantly perhaps multitasking, which I'll get into as well, how multitasking is actually a myth. So we're overwhelmed. There's a ton of things to do on your to-do list. You don't have enough time in the day. You're never really feeling the time to sit back, relax, reflect. Now that's a, that's a great point, isn't it? Like when was the last time you took a, took a breather, sat back, maybe had a cup of tea and just reflected, actually did nothing. Just sit back and did nothing. Now, this is a huge change in our times. We are constantly distracted because we've got our phone right next to us in our pockets. And have you noticed, for example, you might be in a queue or you're waiting to see someone, you've got an appointment out pops out the phone. We are constantly entertaining ourselves. Do we ever give ourselves a moment to sit back and think and reflect and do nothing? And this is what I'm going to be saying quite a lot in my podcast. Just a gentle reminder to actually take time out to do nothing. The number of times I've asked patients, when have you sat down and did nothing? And they cannot remember they are always on the go doing something having a dozen things to do so what so we t- we talked about the hypothalamus and it sets off that fight or flight response so what exactly is that so it sends messages to the adrenal. so the adrenals are glands that sit on top of your kidneys and they're designed to secrete cortisol, which is your stress hormone, adrenaline, noradrenaline, and a few other hormones which we'll get into. So cortisol has got this great role. It's out there. It's your stress hormone, adrenaline, noradrenaline. It sends messages to the rest of the body via the sympathetic nervous system, which is the nervous system that gets you going, gets you moving. So that's when that nervous system gets your heart racing, your Increased flow to the muscles to get you moving, increased flow to the um, to the heart to get your blood pumping. And you start feeling all the symptoms of, I need to do something. I need to move. I need to get out of here. That's that fight or flight response. But funnily enough, these connections, these no- this nervous system is also connected to other parts of the body, including the gut. And we'll go into that in the next couple of episodes. So the gut is connected to your nervous system. And it's phenomenal how when you do feel that stress, it it can directly affect the gut. And with chronic stress can lead to symptoms of irritable bowel uh, syndrome. So that's when you get this alternating bowel movements of loose stools to constipation. But it also affects digestion. It also affects how you digest. Are you actually digesting your food, resulting in undigested food sitting in your small bowel? It can lead to bloating and so many other causes for bloating as well. So it directly affects the gut. Interestingly, the cortisol also has a direct impact on your hormones, for example, the thyroid hormone, and whether that actually results in a more underactive picture. It also affects your female hormones. It has a we know stress and emotions can have an impact on the menstrual cycle as well and causes imbalances there. Cortisol, as we know, increases your sugar levels, has a direct impact on weight gain as well. Now, it's phenomenal what happens during the stress response. And yes, we need the acute stress response to make us react. And so we save ourselves. So, you know, when we cross the road, we're looking, there's a bit of a fear response there. We we need to keep we need the stress response to stay alive. But what I'm really getting at is that when that stress response is chronic, it never gets to relax, it never gets to shut down, that's when it leads to chronic conditions. For example, weight gain, bloating, gastro, you know, gut issues such as bloating or irritable bowel, thyroid disorders and mental health and even things like insomnia. So it's just creating the awareness, it's actually more of the chronic stress response that leads to chronic ailments. So what can we do about it? And this is what we're going to go into in the next couple of episodes, real practical steps. But I just want to start off with take a moment and just reflect on how you're living your life. Are you stopping for a moment and sitting and doing nothing and just reflecting on how you're living your life? And often I hear many stories of, well, this is how life is and it's not going to change. There's not going to, you know, I, I, I've got to take my kids to so many different activities. Um, I don't have time for dinner. I don't have time for breakfast. Um, I don't have time for the weekends. I've got so many roles to play. And this is where I really want to challenge you. Can you look at life different? differently. Can we challenge the current narrative in modern day living where we're always distracted? We're always on the go. We always feel that there's a sense of achievement that we have to do. Can we actually challenge that? Uh, Why not be okay with doing nothing, and it's it's really interesting when I have conversations. You know, you come back from a weekend away, and patient, uh, you know, your colleagues are saying, "What did you get up to?" And you always feel that you've got to say something really exciting and interesting. Why can't we say, "Do you know what? I took time out and I did nothing." This is going to be the biggest challenge: doing nothing from a life of constantly doing and being. Entertaining ourselves. So, the great start to the podcast is literally being aware. Are you in that stress response? What does that actually mean for you? It's such an individual journey. Is it affecting different parts of the body? And we go on this beautiful journey of finding great solutions. And step one is to take a moment, take some time out. It could be five minutes, it could be 10 minutes in the weekend where you sit. And do nothing and just reflect of how life is going. Now, so I always say, you know, if you do feel stressed or anxious or you, you know there are changes to your mood, please seek medical attention. Looking forward to seeing you at the next podcast. Enjoy. Remember that this is general advice only. Please see your healthcare professional for more information. So what's your take-home message today? Remember, it's all about progress and not perfection. Curious to learn more? Visit usawa.com.au and click on the Usawa Learning Platform, which is packed with educational videos, including the six-week stress-free challenge. Enjoy the journey.